0: Episode 44, On the Road Again.
1: This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge. Featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo.
0: Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, Love and the Pursuit of Intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo.
2: And Tony DiLorenzo.
0: And we're just, uh, well, we're happy to be back together ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's been, uh, Tony was traveling this weekend. And so we're going to be talking about travel and how you maintain intimacy and maintain your relationship while one of you, well, while you're apart. Yeah. While one of you is traveling and excuse excuse me. Wow. You're quick tonight. (laughs)
2: On top of that. Pretty
0: impressive considering you got hardly any sleep last night getting in I so know. late. So you want to talk about your trip?
2: Let's talk about other stuff. I think the trip will lead into the what we're talking about this week.
0: All right. What do you want to talk about?
2: Our week, which is Our what we week? do every
0: week. <laughs> I'm the one that's sleep deprived.
2: And I'm not?
0: I don't sleep well when you're gone, but we'll talk about that I didn't
2: next. sleep much when I was gone either.
0: Well... You trying to one-up me here?
2: No, I'm just saying, I, it's all like I was having a heyday, you know, just laxing, you know, in the Florida sun.
0: Yeah, well, you, you probably had sun, which is more than I can say here for San Diego this past right. weekend. Yeah, yeah. I hear you on that. So last week, last week, I'm trying to think, I don't, we got a lot of feedback. We heard a We've lot had, from you guys. Yeah. Um, Lots the, of stuff from you guys. I think our week was pretty mellow as far as that goes. Yeah, no, just really, really trying
2: to, I, I was trying to get out of town by, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so there was a little rush on, on that, just trying to get a move on.
0: But you made time for me.
2: I did. You did. Dude, we had sex like.
0: Twice last week before you left on Wednesday, Thursday. You left on Thursday.
2: We didn't have it two times on Thursday.
0: No, but we had, tw- we had it twice.
2: During the day, both of them Last too.
0: week. So it was, was like sort of nice. Monday and Wednesday, I think.
2: If you guys haven't had sex more during the day, you got to do it. Especially if you got kids, it's like you're awake and you're fresh and you're just like, all right. You're not like pooped out trying to make it happen.
0: Well, and, and for us, I do have to say, we do have the benefit of what? Tony having a flexible schedule. I know so, for yeah, some I of got, you guys, I got a flex schedule. he has a flex schedule and I work from home. No. So if, if there's a chance we can both be at the house at the same time. You know,
2: we make it happen.
0: I get the, as I'm taking the kids to school. So what are you doing after you drop off Abby <laughs> code word? I'll be waiting for you in the bedroom. Code <laughs> word. So we made it happen. And I, I, you know, I do have to agree with Tony. I actually have come, I think to prefer in a lot of respects, daytime sex because I have more energy for you just in terms of mental energy. It's not like, Oh, I'm really tired but it's my day or it's your day. And so, you know, we're going to roll with this, but we're tired, you know, daytime. You're just like, okay, <laughs> bring it on. And then it's like, Oh, I can go chat and, you know, take on the day and just be like,
2: it's like, a, it's like a quick workout. You know, it's sort of like a metabolism booster, sort of <laughs> nice little quick. You just boost up your energy. You know, you get the, so get instead, the internal of, doing, instead energy. of doing
0: 20 jumping jacks, you know,
2: just have sex for 20 minutes. There
0: you go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, so that was, and it was really nice because, um, so let's see, Tony's days are Sunday, Monday. Oh, no, it must've been Thursday morning before your trip because your days are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I tried Wednesday night, but you were too tired. Uh, yeah. You so asked, thir- oh yeah. It so it was Thursday. Oh yeah. So this is good because Wednesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night is my, you know, is the first of my days and you know, I know Tony's got this business trip he's leaving for on Thursday, so I'm thinking I really should initiate Wednesday night so that we, you know, we don't like if I don't do it on Wednesday, I didn't know what his schedule was like for Thursday and didn't think we'd be able to get it in. And uh we're both in bed and I start making the moves and I'm not really getting much of a response. In fact, I'm not even sure your eyes were open. And so fine uh, I don't think they were. I, I, they, I was I, I was out.
2: I, I was really I I was honestly sitting there just going Please do not initiate tonight. <laughs> and I know that sounds so bad, you guys, because we always talk about taking the lead and being No rejection zone. No rejection. And I was just pooped out. I was so dang tired. So when it finally came about, I was just ready to just go to bed.
0: So I was kind of picking up on these signals because I'm quick like that. Oh, yeah, you are. And I asked Tony, I said, you know what? You, you've got this trip tomorrow you're trying to get stuff ready do you want to do you want to have sex tonight and he's like no really i want to go to bed and i said okay yeah you know we kind of sort of talked well you know hopefully we'll have time tomorrow and the reality is this thursday in the midst of packing and figuring out what was going in the suitcase and you know did he have everything which carry on and you know we made time yep we did we made the time to make it happen Um, so that we, you know, keep up with our intimacy lifestyle, which we know some of you are jumping on board with that. And that is fantastic news. Um, but more importantly, I have to say,
2: let's talk about that because there are a lot of new listeners.
0: Okay. Can I just say one thing real quick? Yes, you may. I just want to say, I really appreciated you making the time in the midst of all of that craziness, trying to get ready for a trip. I really appreciated you saying, you know what? I've got this half hour, 45 minutes to spend with Alisa. Right, and that was that really made me feel valued. So now, now, now we can now you can interrupt. I'm glad there. you
2: felt valued. I wanted you to.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> like I did. I felt good too. I did. Okay. Um, for those cool. of you that are just joining us, thank you. A, for all
2: one, yeah, I was going to say one to all of our listeners who've been sharing us, it, we can't thank you enough, and, and I know we've been so.
0: And, and we did, we did reach we a milestone still. this past week. We're up to
2: 702
0: fans. We are up to 702 fans. Um, Kurt Lucas was number 700. He even put a little message on Um, our Facebook fan page um, saying that he was 700. And we are so excited for all of our new listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, As you guys start to listen to us and those of you that have been with us for a long time, you know that we talk quite a bit about our intimacy lifestyle. And, you know, for every couple, this is going to look different um, because it's something that the two of you have to work out and come to an agreement on what, Mm -hmm. what placing intimacy first in your marriage looks like for your marriage. Right. For Tony and I, it means that there are three days of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. One of those three days, he is going to initiate sex with me and I am not going to say no. Right. Then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, those are my days. And, yes, I just told you that Tony <laughs> said, could I have a rain check this past week? But part of that is because we've got the communication there. It wasn't really a rejection. Like, I don't want to have sex with you. It's, I'm so exhausted that I will not be present
2: <laughs> right,
0: with you. And there's a difference there. Um, but so those are my three days. And then Saturday is a, a day off or if we decide we want to, it's a bonus day. But when either one of us is, on when it's our turn to take the lead on those three days that means that we are initiating (laughs) we are saying you know what i'm going to light the candles or i you know in my case i'm going to wear the lingerie to bed or i'm going to you know put blankets out on the living room floor or you know call them up as i'm coming home from taking the kids to school and saying hey you know what time's your first appointment can you know do we have half an hour
2: Can we make it happen? Can we
0: make it happen? And, you know, some of you have written in saying, you know, things to the effect of, actually, let me find this one email that we got. Um, You know, where, you know, you've had the situation where you've agreed on something. Mm -hmm. You've agreed on whether it's going to be one night a week or it's going to be two nights a week. And you're still experiencing rejection. One spouse is still kind of holding the cards and saying, well, maybe not. That's not an intimacy lifestyle. That's where we were two years ago before we started our 60 days of sex and this whole snowball got rolling. Right. That was me saying, yeah, go ahead, Tony. Make your moves. If I'm in the mood for it, great. If not, you're going to roll over frustrated.
2: Yeah, you you held... I had all, all the, power. the power. You had all the control in the relationship a- and that sucks.
0: It does. And I know that there are a lot of you cause we've received the emails where you're trying to make intimacy a priority and your spouse is not on board with you. And that's going to take some more conversations between mm-hmm. the two of you. Cause there is, there's a reason why your spouse isn't on board with you. And I can't tell you what that reason is. I don't know what's going on in your marriage, But if you've gotten, if you've received sort of that verbal lip service to say, yeah, we're going to do this and then it doesn't happen and I don't care if you're the man or the woman, you need to sit down and have a conversation and say, I'm not quite understanding what's going on here. I I thought we Mm -hmm. agreed that we were going to make intimacy a higher priority in our marriage and I'm feeling like things haven't really changed. Like I'm still pursuing you. But I don't have those nights where you're pursuing me, where you're initiating, where it's your turn to take the lead. And if nothing's changed, you're still in this frustrating cycle.
2: You're still at the same. Yeah, you're still at the same spot.
0: You haven't you haven't moved. And, you know, sometimes sometimes it might be that there's a bigger problem that needs to be resolved.
2: And that and that usually requires each of you communicating with each other. So that way you can work through these issues.
0: And when you have these conversations, this is not a yelling match. This is not a, well, you said we were going to do this. It's a, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Right. I'm trying, you know, calm. Give your partner advance notice of the conversation. You guys have heard us talk about, you know, state of the marriage talks. This would be time for a state of the marriage talk. Right. Where, you know, I, honey, I want to talk about, how we're making intimacy a priority in our marriage. Can we set a date for a Thursday night where you and I, you know, the kids are in bed or if we don't have kids, it's, you know, it's just going to be quiet or whatever it is, just the two of you. And you bring to the table what you would like to see and what, where you're both able to kind of come together Mm -hmm. and make it happen. And it's baby steps, folks. I mean, Tony and I jumped into our, our 60 nights of sex, um, literally head first, feet first. I mean, it was just, but what we've done since then and what we encourage you to do, these are baby steps. You know, you don't have to suddenly go do 60 days. Although we know some of you are doing the 60 days. We know some of you are doing the seven days. We know you're doing it. And I just have to say here, we didn't get any phone calls this week. I know we didn't get any phone calls on the caller line. Um, you know, and it's so easy. You just have to dial 858 876 5663. Let other people know you're doing this. Yeah. Let them know, you know, if, if making intimacy is a priority in your marriage, call in and share that with our community. If you're seeing benefits from making intimacy a priority, call in and share that. Right. People need to hear good news. I need to hear your good news. Yeah. We love that you listen to us every week, but we know that as part of this community, you want to know what other people are doing. You want to know how making intimacy a priority is changing other marriages. And you can find it on the fan page, but it's not as powerful as hearing somebody else's voice on this podcast to say, you know what? We did it. Or we tried it. Or We're doing it and here's what's happening. Here's how we're getting closer. Here's how we're, you know, finding ways to do date night. We're finding ways to talk to each other. Talking
2: about date night. We got to find a way to do date night.
0: I I, I, Yeah, I'm working on that. I I know what we're going to do. I just have to get the date on the calendar. I've got it all planned.
2: That's great. (laughs) Let's get a date on the night. I just (laughs) got to get a date on the the calendar.
0: I got to talk to the scissors and get a date because I...
2: Yeah. Are we going to do that before you take off on your trip?
0: Um... It would be
2: nice because it's already been... When was our last date night?
0: Our anniversary. Like three weeks ago.
2: Oh. (laughs) Hello. It's been so long. I need another one.
0: October's a long month.
2: Yeah. I'm feeling needy.
0: You're feeling needy? Maybe that's because you haven't had any sleep and you've been gone for four days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's the intimacy lifestyle. Do you have anything you want to add? Have fun. Try it.
2: I mean, that's as a guy, and this is speaking to all the ladies in the house, this is from a husband to be pursued by his spouse is probably one of the coolest things that can happen. And there have been times over these last two years where, Alisa is pursuing me that it is just such an ego boost to know that my spouse honestly wants to be with me before that. I didn't think she wanted to be, I don't, I don't, I did not sense any desire from her that I was sexually appealing. And for me, that was a huge ego blow. Mm -hmm. Um, It really hurt because I just assumed that there was nothing of desire of of any, or there's nothing that there is nothing I had that she desired and that in the bedroom really hurt me. And I will have to say as Elisa approached me and came after me in different ways and at different times, I mean, it is huge. I mean, it's just like, wow, I don't have to look anywhere else to get this because my wife is providing it for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing as a wife, you need to realize and you need to understand that we want your attention. We do desire it. And if we do not find it, we will get it somewhere else. Unfortunately, that something else is typically pornography Mm -hmm. because it is easy. And, it can happen. It happens no matter if you're rich or poor, black or white, educated or uneducated. It it, it crosses all lines and it destroys all families. I, I'm just I'm I'm sorry to say that, but it it does. So it's amazing what can happen when you just take a little step of faith and just put it out there. Um. Yeah. It it's good. I mean I don't have to look anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. Absolutely. You know, what for? I know I have a hot wife at home who is gonna come after me. So, you know, even when I am tired and or when I'm not, I mean it, it there is so much more that I get out of it when it is this relationship that has been nurtured and is loving and is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. than anything I could ever get looking at pornography, which is empty and soulless and shallow and just, it just sucks the life out of you.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, this whole making intimacy a priority in your marriage, um, you know, it's not just saying, okay, we're going to have sex more often. It, it's, you know, a couple of, we got this email talking about how a couple of weeks ago, um, Actually, it was a message posted on the website. The Yeah. And, uh, you know, we challenge you guys quite a bit to get outside your comfort zone to say, you know what? You, uh, you don't have to go crazy. I mean, we're not talking if you're used to wearing your flannel pajamas to bed to all of a sudden jump into Fredericks of Hollywood, you know, but in the baby steps, you can wear something sexy to bed. You know, you can, you can make these changes that just say, you know what, I think you're pretty special. It doesn't necessarily have to lead to sex. It's just, I want to be attractive to you, whether you're working out more or you're wearing, you know, sexy pajamas or you're getting a clean shirt on before he comes home from work or, you know, we were talking about this. I took the kids to a Halloween party on Saturday night when Tony was in St. Louis and, um, yeah, it was really funny because one of the husbands there was in jeans and his wife was making the comment that, you know, she never gets him out of shorts. And I was laughing cause I said, well, yeah, that's kind of funny. Cause up until about a year and a half ago, that was Tony. Right. And then I started making some changes in how I got dressed and it was reciprocated in all of a sudden, you know, I've got a husband that actually shops for clothes first time. And at that point in time, we'd been married 12 years and I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> he's stopped. <laughs> he's, calling me up and saying, Hey, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'm going to stop by Kohl's on the way home from work. And I'm thinking, sounds like Tony, but the Tony I married would never, that's like a foreign phrase. Um, but you know, it's so funny how those little things, you know, when Tony takes the time to put on a nice pair of jeans before we go out. Okay. That's saying, you know what? You're kind of special, right? You know? And so this one, I just want to read part of this one message, but, um, This is from Jackie, and this was up on our website, and she said that uh, this particular episode that we're talking about, they had just celebrated their 20th anniversary, and our marriage is good, but not great. Over the past few months, I have been convicted of how I'm neglecting to give to my husband the best gift I can give him. Me. Fast forward to two weeks ago when you challenged us to put up or shut up her interpretation, in parentheses. Since then, I've been working up the nerve to ditch my flannel and wear something more seductive to bed. I was scared of being rejected, but instead was rewarded with a large smile and one of the best lovemaking sessions I can remember. Afterwards, I apologized to my husband for taking so long to get with the program. He He kissed me gently and said, better late than never. Amen. Next on my list... Ditching my granny underwear.
2: Yeah, ditch those.
0: But that is a post for another day.
2: Yeah, ditch ditch (laughs) those. Go, and here's something that I think (laughs) is, that's awesome that Elisa and I have done, is, you know, we have hung out at Victoria's Secret and have- Together. Together and looking at stuff that's hot and sexy on her. It's just weird. I I, I don't, I I still want to like wear something that's hot and sexy for you, but you don't ever give me an answer.
1: So uh, it's, it's hard it's to like... It's a
0: little bit... Uh, you know, you getting dressed up just like when we go out and you look good. I, it's, it, there isn't a whole lot that guys can wear I know, but I,
2: I, I would like to know something that I could wear that gets you like all hot and bothered for me.
0: I I, I think the reason I haven't given you anything is because I haven't been able to actually think of anything. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Okay.
2: Well, anyways, <laughs> yeah, get out of the grannies because those, those... I mean, there's a time and a place for them, but get some like sexy little panties get some thong if you like the the, the floss up the butt um you know <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Lisa's laughing. that is
0: such an eloquent description is
2: well it? it's hot though i mean when you got your you know you're, you're working out you're looking good okay. i mean when you walk by it's, it's good and for most guys we are visual
0: I, I'm not disputing and that. I just, I'm just laughing at your description.
2: Doing all. that is awesome. So,
0: yeah. So, and you know, I actually had another uh, email correspondence with somebody else that she and her husband sat down and looked at lingerie online together. Yeah. And so there's a, you know, if you're, if you're feeling like I want to be more sexy for him, but you don't know what he wants and you just don't know what to do sit down together and find out.
2: And I think that the big thing the big takeaway from Jackie is how she said um she said she she it took her a couple of weeks to even get to this point. Right?
0: Yes. She had to work up the nerve to get her flannels. It, she
2: had to she had to work it up. And so to make that happen, put a drop dead date on. You know, by this date I'm going to make this conversation happen.
0: Well, and for her, it wasn't even a conversation. It was just, you know, doing it like coming to bed in something silky instead of flannel, cottony, you know? And, and, and well, well, and
2: I'm just saying that's sort of like your drop mm -hmm. dead date, either a, you're doing it or a, you're, you're talking about it. Well, you gotta have that.
0: I I, I found, I found her comment the whole that she was worried about being rejecting, rejected. Mm -hmm. Very interesting because I'm thinking, okay, Really? what guy in his right mind is going to say no to the flannel staying in the bedroom or in the bathroom and the sexy uh, coming out. But you know, that's one of those things where when we've spent so long rejecting our spouse or not, and she even says it in her email that their marriage was good, but not great. When you're just kind of going through and, and you know, days are good, days are good, but you don't have any like, wow, you know, that's a concern. That's okay, and I can understand, you know, in rereading her Mm -hmm. message, where her concerns were coming from. And I think it's amazing and so encouraging that she said, "You know what? I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk getting out of my comfort zone. I'm gonna try something. And hopefully, he doesn't. I mean, she doesn't say the message, but you know, hopefully, he doesn't say no. Hopefully, he doesn't laugh at me. Hopefully, this moves us forward instead of moving us backward. And you know, we're starting to see these messages on a on a fairly regular basis, where one of the spouses gets out of their comfort zone to try something to improve the intimacy in their marriage, and they are rewarded with their spouse saying, I- "I've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I- I'm ready. I- let's do it. You know, this is this is fantastic. Yes, you know, all of those positive affirmations." when somebody steps up to say, you know what, I'm going to make a positive change in our marriage. And that, that's powerful. It is. That's incredibly powerful. So Jackie, thank you so much for putting that comment up on our, uh, up on our website. Yeah. Um,
2: Another thing I want to bring up for my week. So while I was flying out to St. Louis, I got a set next to this guy, Matt, who works for ocean conservancy. Cool guy. From D.C. and we we happened to just start chit-chatting and he is 35 and planning to get engaged in April.
0: Oh boy. How long was that flight?
2: (laughs) From here to Denver.
0: Okay. A couple hours. A couple hours.
2: So it, it was fun though talking to him because all of a sudden here you have this guy and the... Just the passion he had to learn. Okay, what do I need to talk about? What should we make sure we have settled before we get married? And I told him, I'm like, look it. Marriage is gonna go up and down. You're you're gonna have your highs, you're gonna have your lows. You just need to know that you're gonna stick it out and you're gonna you're gonna talk. And I told him, you know, here's some here are like four things I would discuss before I got married. One I would talk about finances, one I would talk about in-laws one I would talk about faith and the fourth and last one I would talk about, I would talk about sex and that he was like, sex, you talk <laughs> about that? And, and, and I told him, I said, look, money is big, especially for you guys because you're in your mid thirties. And, and I think she was a couple of years younger. Okay. So, you know, 30s. professionals. Um, so I said, you need to start talking about that because if you don't discuss it now, Mm. don't think it's going to be any better when you get married in-laws isn't a big deal. He said, because his folks are in Australia and her folks are divorced and they, you know, whatever. So he was, I said, well, you still need to talk about still that. Still need to clarify
0: some so, of those holiday issues, right, questions. And all that. Yeah.
2: Faith. It, he said, well, you know, we really don't have faith. I go, well, you may still need to, to discuss it because she may have something that she hasn't talked to you about and mm-hmm. you may have something that you want to discuss. And I I even said, I go, you know, Jesus is always there. He's there. He's willing to listen to you guys. So bring it to him. And I said, sex, if you don't start talking about it, at some point, it's going to drive a wedge in your marriage. Because you want to know what's happening, what you like, what you don't like. So, and and if you're asking, I'm sure many of you are going, whoa, 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 is Tony talking about premarital sex? I assume they're having sex. I I, I just... Uh, most times...
0: But even if they're not, they need... Right. I mean, they, they, there are people out there in their 30s that have not had sex I, I prior understand. to marriage, but... Um, okay, probably not a lot, to, uh, yeah. but regardless of whether they have or they haven't, they need to have some conversations on how they're going to approach their sex life.
2: Yes. You know,
0: do. I mean... Yes, they will also, you know, and, and planting the seed, you know, if they haven't had sex on, you know, how to have those, con- you know, how to do the questionnaire, that questionnaire that we have I, on I, our website. I did, I did bring that up. Yes. You know, things like that to get the conversation started, mm-hmm. you know, because he's probably thinking, dude, I'm going to be a newlywed. Sex is so not a problem. And, ooh, you know, those of you that have been married more than, you know, a month, a couple weeks, you know when you when life starts to interfere with the honeymoon phase i know you know that things don't go the way you thought they would those of you that have been married a long time you've seen the hills and valleys in your marriage yeah the times when you've had this amazing sex life and the times when you're like wow do i have a sex life you know and so even having the knowledge that this is a topic they should even talk about puts them so much farther ahead you, even if, Let's say that, you right. know he doesn't listen to you and he doesn't take your advice. At least if things start to happen in their marriage in the future, he can be like, you know what? That guy that was talking about sex on the airplane that one time, he told me we should talk about sex. Maybe this is now the time we should talk about sex. Well,
2: I gave I gave him the podcast and everything.
0: Of course you did.
2: It's like, you got to listen there, buddy. You, you'll learn. Because I told him about the 60 Days and everything. He's like, oh man, I got I to get this. I got to listen to this <laughs> one. So.
0: Well, and you guys have been doing a phenomenal job sharing... Um. To, uh, you know, we're getting fans from all over and you know, even I, myself, I've been out to having conversations with people in the last couple of weeks and they're like, you're doing what? And you know, what is that again? And so, you know, it's fun. I, I can, I can only imagine what the conversations are like on. Your <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, gross. Okay. So Tony's having dessert while we, uh, <laughs> I'm, having,
2: I, I'm 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 partaking in my dessert
0: while we're podcasting and apparently one of my pieces of hair got into his that dessert is sick. and so he just you know it All happens right. it does no no it, it does. happens yeah, i mean
2: i wouldn't return it i mean i'll still eat it it's, it's hair it's Come a piece on. of my Fall, hair it falls, out of, at it falls least you, out of
0: at least you know where it came from it's not oh. like when you go to a restaurant you don't know whose hair it is
2: yeah it has been cooked at a restaurant too okay. uh,
0: yeah you hope
2: yeah you hope, no, you hope. okay so that was our week.
0: That was our week. You were yeah. gone. You left Thursday. I did. And that actually kind of really ties into what we're going to talk about. Yeah.
2: Because the podcast. on the road again, many of you out there have traveling schedules. Mm-hmm. And it's a good time to talk about because we were apart this weekend. You know, how do you make intimacy a priority when you do travel? Right. Right. You know, if you, if you're on a schedule where maybe you're gone Monday through Wednesday or Monday through Thursday of every week and only are home Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you have your wife, you have your kids, you have household obligations. So how do you keep that fire and that spark Mm -hmm. alive when you travel?
0: Right. And you know, we haven't, we don't travel a lot. We're probably apart two to three, maybe four times a year. Um, but it's also, you know, whoever's the stay-at-home spouse during that trip. It's how do you get on the phone and not have it be okay? Well, here is what the kids did today. You know, that rah, 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 you know, dragging you down, dragging you down, dragging you down. I just, you know, I need to vent, and you know, there is nothing the traveling spouse can do you know but how do you know and tony's still seven you know he's gone he's in the middle of doing all this videotaping and inner you know he's having conversations and lunches and interviews and he's doing all this work for fit marriage and i'm still getting messages saying hey i love (laughs) you you know and that goes so far
2: it goes a long way
0: it it goes such a long way to say you know what i and because i knew he was super busy on this trip and yeah, we're trying to schedule when we're going to make phone calls because he was in St. Louis, so there's a two-hour time difference.
2: Had a fantastic time. So all of you out there in that St. Louis area, man, what a what a beautiful city to be in this time of year. The fall, beautiful weekend, warm. Had the opportunity to get out to, uh, I want to say, Forest Park. Uh, the north, I want to say the northwest end of St. Louis. Had lunch at a... Llewellyn's Bar, fantastic, beautiful day, gorgeous, gorgeous area. So, and for all of you who have not jumped over to Fit Marriage, check it out, fitmarriage.com. It's uh, it's coming together awesome. It's coming together unbelievably well, and uh, love for you to sign up for the newsletter there, and uh, we'll keep you posted on what's happening.
0: Yeah, Llewellyn's Pub, I just found it, like an Irish pub. Yeah, yeah, really
2: good. Just had a Had a blast of a time there.
0: So Tony's having a great time. He's working on all of this stuff.
2: Yeah, it, it was a, it was a work it was a, it was a, it was a it was straight a up work trip. Straight up, I mean, up work trip. I, I was there. I was going to bed uh, two a.m., waking up at eight, and pounding away at video, filming and production and audio and music stuff and just the whole thing that needs to happen to to start up a new business. So we we had a, a number of. Dustin over there at Engage Marriage and I had numerous conversations of what we're doing with this, what our our plan of attack is. Mm-hmm. It's you know doing stuff online is just like running a normal business. You got to have plan of attack. You have to have a a business model mm-hmm. because if you don't, you don't make money, and if you don't make money, it's it's going to end. Right, unfortunately, to the detriment of all the people who get to see it and use it. You know, and it's same with like what we do here with one. I mean, that's why we have our book, mm-hmm. our ebook and audiobook. We don't make loads of money with it. We don't, you know, we're not, you know, we're not walking down the street with just money falling out of our pockets. We have that out there because it, it at least pays the bills that we have for one. Mm-hmm. So, um, it it was a long, it was a long weekend.
0: It was a long weekend. You know, he'd call and, um. Yeah, I could just hear the fatigue in his voice as so he's just like, "Okay, we're going to be up to at least you know another two or three hours trying to do the voiceovers and try, you know." And so I'm trying to, you know, be positive, be encouraging, um, trying to do it when I don't have somebody screaming in my ear. Yeah, the kids are around. And yet, making sure the kids have some daddy time too, because those of you that have children, when there's a traveling spouse you know, sometimes the kids really want to be connected and sometimes they don't. And you know, you're rolling the dice some days to figure out which day it is. But you know, both of my kids are like, I want to talk to daddy. I want to, you know, so we've got to make that happen. But I, you know, let's be honest. I still wanted time with him myself. Right. And so, you know, figuring out how to do those conversations, figuring out, you know, how to, how to maintain your marriage. Right. When and you're the not intimacy sleeping in part, the same bed. Right.
2: <laughs> and the intimacy part here doesn't necessarily have to be physical or sexual. It can be, and we can discuss that. But more of it is is the emotional intellectual. It's on both sides. The person who is traveling and the person who is home really taking that time to understand when you're just on the phone, you may not be face to face with them, mm-hmm. but you are still giving your love and your attention to them. They can sense that. And it may be one of those things where you don't have a lot of time, so you text each other and you go, hey, I'm going to be able to talk to you at this time. Right. And we can talk. Let's talk for a half an hour. But this way, you guys are both on board, know what's coming up, and so you can be there. It's just, I mean, think about it. I know we take it for granted because we have these cell phones and we use them so often that... It's okay if I'm nonchalant or I'm watching TV while I'm talking to her because she doesn't know any difference, you know. I'm I'm tired, you know. Your spouse knows the difference. They they can tell right on both sides. We we, we all can tell when somebody's not paying attention to us, and and a lot of the times we we don't enjoy it.
0: Well, because you feel like you're being blown off blown or you're off, being ignored, right.
2: and so that is one way you can do it. I will have to say that. You know the texting is is a fun way to do little short blurbs mm-hmm. that you can just give to each other. One thing that if you are in a household where you're doing a lot of traveling and want to um, dive into some physical intimacy while you're apart is venture into phone sex with each other, and some of you may be going, "Whoa, hey, 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 you know that's what nine hundred numbers." do, but mm. this isn't the same. I mean, there's, there's a fantasy realm that you go into because obviously your spouse is not there right next to you, but this fantasy realm is you
0: with your spouse. spouse. Exactly. Your, your spouse is the fantasy, right? You know, just because they're not physically present doesn't mean you can't be having conversation, engaging them just because they're not there. Right. You know, and, and it's not for everyone. Again, it's one of those conversations you have where it's, you know, before the trip, (laughs) you don't do this when, you know, you suddenly are feeling a little horny one night and you're like, Hey honey, let's try some phones. Uh, no, that's not going to go over well. (laughs) Nine times out of 10, whoever's home with the kids is going to say, you know what? I just had a really cruddy day with the children. (laughs) Or with work, or with whatever. Don't spring this on me,
2: right? It's something you want to converse beforehand. But if it is talked about, it's it's the same form of rejection, mm-hmm. you know. If if one is wanting to do it, or if you are in the intimacy lifestyle, and that's what you are able to do, you know, if you all of a sudden go, well, I, I don't want to because he or she is not physically there, it's still a form of rejection.
0: Well, but I think that I that is. Based on the fact that they've had the conversation and they've agreed that this is something they're both comfortable with. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you have the conversation and one of you is not comfortable with it, right. then, then that's not do. rejection. That's right. just one no. of those things that's not comfortable. and It's so just you like put anything on, you do right. when it comes to that. that but if, it is, if it is comfortable for both parties, then maybe you say, hey, on my next trip, maybe we'll try it. You know, But understand that if you haven't done it before...
2: This does include (laughs) masturbation for for those who are wondering how you would come to climax.
0: Again, Uh, if you're comfortable with it.
2: Again, if you're... Exactly. Elisa and I do not have a problem with that when it is with our spouse and for our spouse. Now, outside of that union, I have a problem with it. I'll tell you that straight up. Mm -hmm. If, If you're looking at pornography and you're masturbating and you're getting off to that, I have a problem with it. Done it, been there, it it destroys. In a loving relationship, where you two are on the same page, doing that is just like anything else that is sexually driven, you know?
0: Within the confines of your marriage, honoring your marriage.
2: Exactly, and honoring it means both of you are on the same page, mm-hmm. so. So it does require that if you're trying to figure out how this all happens, it it does require that.
0: But but the point is, is that.
2: I think a hard thing though for that one,
0: Uh, and I'm going to bring this up, is
2: I think women have a hard time finding their own G spot and having an orgasm. And so I think the female has a problem with that because they cannot get off.
0: I don't have that
2: problem. Uh, No, I understand that. Okay.
0: So it's hard for me. It's, it's hard for me to understand, but I, I, there was a time. There was a time. There was a time. I think that kind of goes to the fact that within the the confines of a loving, nurturing marital relationship, exploration of your bodies and finding what feels good Mm -hmm. is something that should be done. You shouldn't just assume that because you've had sex the same way for the last however many howevers, <laughs> that that's, well, you know, I people have no, married all different kinds of time I know. That that's, that's what all it. there is. Right. You know, you might, as you explore each other, find touches that feel really good that you're like, wow, where did that come from? But if you don't get out there and try something different with each other, you're never going to know. I mean, there could be fireworks that you haven't seen yet or felt because nobody's willing to have those conversations. Like some of our listeners have over the last few weeks and months where they're like, I'd like to try something new or I'm going to do something new. Mm -hmm. And guess what? There are fireworks. Yep. There are fireworks happening in bedrooms all around this world because people are saying, you know what? Let's try something. Right. And, you know, explore your body with your spouse.
2: Yeah. and H- that's Who's one of the,
0: safer to explore your body with?
2: And that's one of those things, you know, l- the lights can be on if you're doing this. Again, a lot of this helps out. A lot of this exploration will help out when you do travel, when you are apart from each other. Because as a husband, I know what turns on Elisa. And so for me to pick up the phone and talk to her in a seduc- sedu- seductive... Seductive in a seductive way, it can turn her on and vice versa because we've worked at it.
0: Well, and that's not just, and that brings up a really good point. I mean, the, the sex, the physical, for women, a lot of it is auditory. I'm getting
2: turned on right now just talking about this.
0: Well, (laughs) it has been a long time for you, (laughs) Sailor, hasn't it? I mean, good grief.
2: I'm just saying. It just, you know, just, and I'm looking at you and I'm getting turned off.
0: Oh, that's good. And if, for those of you that are wondering, I am in a sweatshirt and flannel, <laughs> you know, I
2: with headphones on, with
0: headphones on, it's sitting in front of a laptop. I am about as, you know, as attractive as could be and right sexy now. as I could possibly be. Um, I worked you out are. this afternoon. I I'm like, I've got it all going on right you now. Do. It's a wonder he hasn't, you know, just put down the headphones. Um, <laughs> I, I I had to run with that. You just yep. put that ball right there, and I had to right, hit it right, out of the park. Right. But your marriage should be the safest place for you to learn what you like to hear, what you like to feel, and as you build these conversations, as you build this repertoire of touches and sayings and you know caresses and whatnot. You're going to be able to travel and be able to, you know, like, I love it when you wear, you know, even just to call up your spouse and say, you know, I'm thinking about you. I love it when you wear mm-hmm. that red nighty, or, you know, you know, just the way you call me. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, you know, you can, some couples will go down the phone sex path. Others won't. It's a comfort level thing. But if you can keep up the sense that your spouse is a priority when you're traveling, that's what we're talking about you know we're we want you to think about ways that you can make your spouse feel like they're number one even if they're not coming home for dinner that night
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know do you do you send the text do you put a note in their suitcase do you uh, you know call the hotel and say you know this is their favorite blah you know favorite box of chocolates or favorite flowers can you make sure it gets delivered to her? you know depending on how long they're traveling and whatnot? You guys are so creative that I know sometimes it's just a matter of getting the conversation going and I would love to hear from some of you this week um, whether you call in on the caller line or if you email me at askalise at oneextraordinarymarriage dot com or Tony at Tony at com, Tell us what you guys do when you travel apart from each other. You know, what? what have you found that's worked mm-hmm. to maintain the intimacy? What do you do that says, I-, I don't care if we're in the same bedroom or if we're in the same world because you're traveling away, from, you know, on business or pleasure or whatever. This is what I'm going to do to make sure that you know that you are number one in my heart. Right. You know that that emotional and intellectual connection that will carry you, whether or not you decide to engage in phone sex. Right. That that is phone sex is such a small component of maintaining the intimacy in your marriage when you are apart from each other. It's fun to do. I, I'm not saying it's not fun to do, but it's not it's not the whole meat of the. It's right. not the whole meat of the matter. Nope. It really is a small, I mean, we've traveled, I don't know how many times, you know, in the last couple of years and we've never had phone sex. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. We spend more time talking and finding out what's going on.
2: Yeah. Our our intimacy is more of an emotional, intellectual intimacy at this point
0: in time. And that could also be because we have sex twice a week. So we tend to, Yeah. I I mean, I don't don't know what it is. I don't know what it, but I, I just want our listeners to know that even though we just spent a good portion of time talking about phone sex. It's not something we engage in on every business trip.
2: No, we didn't do it on this business. We trip. didn't do it on this one. I, oh, I, I can't, re-
0: well, I can't remember actually the last one that we did, but I think it's cause I'm usually traveling with a group of women and it's like a slumber party. <laughs> Neither here nor there, but maintain that emotional and intellectual connection so that when you come back together, the physical, will be there Mm -hmm. you know if you work on those two areas then you know the physical you guys know this if you're engaging the mind and the heart you will have the physical you will have this the great sexual component
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of your marriages and you know it it takes a little more effort when you're not seeing somebody face to face but it's not impossible. And and it's not one of those things where you have to say, you know what? Oh, well, you know, my husband's away on a business trip. Huh? Yeah. I'll see him when he gets back. It's no, my husband's away on a business trip. And I left him a note in his suitcase. So, you know, when he opens his first pair of socks, he's going to get a little love note because I tucked it in the socks or, you know, I sent him a message on email or I sent him a text and it's going to be all these little things where he's like, I can't wait to get home mm-hmm. and see her. Or him. You know, that's what you want to create. You want to create that desire to come home. Right. Because ultimately, I mean, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. When you're traveling, you want them to miss home so much. You want to miss home so much that there's no place you'd rather be. Right. You know, to know that that person is waiting for you. They think that you are literally the greatest thing since sliced bread,
2: which you are,
0: which you are, and they are the one to fill that role in your in your life, and in your marriage. I mean, they they put you up there, and fill that need in you, so that you don't have to, you know, turn to porn or turn to whatever. You know, you make, you know, absence does make the heart grow fonder. I agree that sometimes we just need a little space from each other. Um. But it is, it is nice to be able to maintain those connections. And that's what you really need to work on uh-huh. when you are traveling, whether it's for business or for pleasure. Don't let the little things slide just because you're not in close proximity to one another. Right. All the things that we talk about, they can all be modified to work if you're apart from one another and that's that's what i want you guys to think about call in and talk to us this week um you know, maybe we'll put that up as the question of the week i will write that down right now because you just gave me the look of okay that's great i, yeah. I just i want to know what people i want to know what people are doing
2: okay I, I, i'm all for it
0: anything else that you want to
2: anything else that i want to talk about
0: yeah or that you want to add to that mm, no Right.
2: Not that I'm aware of. Um
0: Apparently you're just distracted because you're you know, all that sex talk and you've been gone for four hours.
2: honestly I am. I, I'm a little distracted over here. I'm like, I'm like let's Hello, get this, where's let's get my this, partner? Let's get this podcast done and uh get it up and get it out there to everybody. Alright. And so uh we can have some fun. On a on another note, when you're listening to this, I will be at the dentist taking uh-huh. care of my mouth issue. So if you do get this again, if your mouth starts um, feeling like it's on fire and you can also follow me on Twitter at one on fire, it, it might be a yeast infection in your mouth due to oral sex. So again, I am giving you the PSA.
0: Okay, the one on fire though, I have to say that that did not come as a result of your mouth.
2: No, it didn't. That's okay, but
0: the way you said <laughs> that after you're saying that your mouth was on fire, I just want people to know that that's not where your
2: not where we're going your with Twitter it. name it it didn't it come from that. So no, no. So it's it's been an awesome week. I'm honestly just pooped out and tired. So if I wasn't here completely tonight, it's a lot about that, and it's just being truthful and honest with you guys. Sometimes. Uh, you get behind a mic and you're excited and as you get through it, you start to teeter out and I've had a busy day at work, which was, which was nice and a lot on my plate. So not that I wanted to hold anything back from you guys, but it's just about that time where I just want to get it all done and um, move on this week. So you guys have been awesome. We love hearing all the feedback. We love everything you give us. So Take care. God bless and love you guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter, and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.